I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. You can listen on many terrestrial radio stations across the country. Otherwise, you can listen online. Our affiliate is Aftermath.fm. Go to Aftermath.fm. You listen to the show from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday. Also, TalkStream Live has the show lit up. And what they do is they have a catalog of radio stations that air this program across the country. You can listen on some of those feeds as well. We have backups. We have all kinds of people running this program. We are very popular. In fact, uh, they were saying that out of 28 million streams surveyed, we are the number four, number three, somewhere in the top five listen to shows. And we're very excited to uh, be out there talking to you. And uh, a lot of people have made that number possible because they've subscribed to Aftermath.media. Because if you don't get the shows during the time allotted or you're going to miss them or you want to go back and listen to a, your favorite show, you just go to Aftermath.media to subscribe. It's only $10 a month for full access to all podcasts and uh, some other podcasts in our library, video library as well, Aftermath Social Network. we got tech support, everything you want. Of course, the $79 a year uh, subscription is available this month only. Same thing, get full access to all the cool stuff, the documents, everything we got. And there's also a... Family and friends pass with that's one thirty nine a year. We got you and three other people on board. I mean, the more you pay, the less you pay. Literally, it's kind of interesting the way that happens, and it supports the program. And we really appreciate all of our supporters and subscribers to Aftermath.media. Subscribe today. Just go to your internet and type in Aftermath.media. It'll then prompt you to do all the other stuff, and we'll we'll be seeing you in Aftermath. So last night, uh, got a lot of emails about last night's show. Um, it was kind of weird because you know. Um, as I was reporting the news about how thought crime is being marketed and enforced with regard to the vaccines and COVID, something happened that for some reason shook me up. Uh, behind the scenes, I was watching um, both Wes and Ron. They were running around. I didn't know why they were running around. Wes kept coming in here. Ron kept running up to the other side of the uh, the other side of the not really the other side of the building, the other side of the office. And um, behind the scenes, uh, they were actually hurriedly going from studio to studio because alarm bells were going off. Uh, we were getting um, calls from the uh, tech support over at Aftermath. Uh, the link we had going out to the satellite, it failed. Not only failed for our home affiliate, but every radio station in the building suffered a failure here. And I, I didn't say anything on the air because I, you know, I have this actor's mindset that the show must go on. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to stop talking and say, uh, are we off the air? Are we off the air? I just because if we're on the air in some parts of the country, that sounds really stupid. So I'm not going to say, "Are we off the air, guys? Are we off the air?" So I didn't say anything. I, you know, like I said, the show must go on. If there's any problems presenting it, I have to be the one to keep up appearances that everything's okay. I mean, I've done shows with toothaches, backaches, even a show where uh, the garage of this radio station I was in was on fire. Smoke alarms went off. Everything went off. I it was smoke in the building, and I don't know why. I just felt like keep broadcasting, keep broadcasting. So I did. I mean, uh, I I once did ten minutes of a show, not realizing that none of it was getting out to the people. One time, it was it, you know, it, it just you know, you just go as if you know we re, they'll return to a show that's already in progress. I guess I don't know. Last night, though, some affiliates did not get the first few minutes of the show. 
that's a but we you know took it out in post and put it up in aftermath and everybody was happy and what was ironic is the show was about what censorship right it's about people meeting and planning to censor what they you know what the elites want to censor on the internet and on the airwaves they want to get tough on people who speak out against the tyranny they wish to impose they want to censor and shut down people who they say are combative belligerents this is the attitude of the global technocratic crowd. And I, and I have to admit, I, I got a bit choked up when I read an email that came to me. People were saying, you sound like you're on the verge of crying. I was. I was. Um, when I found out we were, you know, having problems, you know, I thought, man, it just, it never fails. You know, you're, you're just trying to do your best, right? And it just hit me. But what really hit me was there was an email that was sent to me. And I read it on the air. It said, be careful, Clyde. A few more words in the wrong direction. We won't be listening to you anymore. Now, I know it wasn't a threat, okay? I know the person was trying to tell me that I have to be very careful with what I say. Otherwise, you know, I'll be taken off the air. Well, that's always been the case. You got to be careful not to swear. You got to be careful not to be, you know, rude or inconsiderate or, you know, you got to you got to toe that line. Uh, and and believe me, I, I toe it all the time because, you know, sometimes you know, I have bad days and I come on the air with a bad day underneath me and I'm like, you know, sometimes a caller gets under my skin or something and I, I lose control or I lose, you know, and that's something that happens to talk show hosts. People always say, I don't want to listen to you anymore because you're rude to your callers. You're rude to, you know, whatever. And I'm thinking, well, you know, I can have bad days too. You know, I, I'm having a bad day. Is anybody going to give me a chance to, you know, deal with my bad day? <laughs> I don't think so because every, everything you hear, warts and all, is on the air. So I get this email that says, be careful, Clyde, a few more words in the wrong direction and we won't be listening to you anymore. I reacted, I reacted the way I did because I, I realized just how intimidating this whole scheme is, this whole exercise in enforcing thought crime. I mean, can't you see how evil it is? Can't you see how evil this whole exercise in enforcing thought crime is? A caller phoned in said to me that he felt that all this had to be the work of the devil and that he feels is the sign of the times and i remember i was looking at that call in the queue and i was thinking how am i gonna how am i gonna you know entertain this guy you know how am i gonna talk to him about see he believes that you know what's going on is part of the end times and i thought well what's the angle here and i don't have to think about last night after that call i really did i was i was thinking about you know what could have what could have I have what could have I done to to make it a better call? What you know? It, I just second guessing myself last night, and it wasn't cool because I. It's like you, you, it, this type of stuff just makes you go, well, what is it that's going to get me off the air if I speak it or I talk it or I say it? And and what is most chilling is that when I was a kid in Sunday school. I was told that I would be living in the end times and that the devil would make his presence known and there would be, and I, and, I, and this is the word that was used, an imperial cult that would be established and, and, and that the Antichrist would set out to destroy all that is good and make it difficult for the righteous to have agency. And I got to thinking about my childhood got, I mean, I thought about it last night. I was up late. Got, I got up early this morning. I got up because I wanted to get right to my writing. I wanted to get right to my speaking, get right to the show and write about it. I mean, look, we all need to admit that we are losing our agency. 
Anyone who wants to declare that they have the agency to choose, I mean, you can't. It's seen as an extremist or a, it's potentially domestic terrorism if you say, well, I'm independent. I'm an independent thinker. I'm, I'm a patriot. I believe in the flag. I believe in the Pledge of Allegiance. Look, I never thought, and I said this last night too, I said, I never thought that I would see the day where I would go on the air and I'd have to you know, be an apologist for my own country, be an apologist for patriotism. Why, why do I have to do that? You shouldn't have to. Patriotism and, and, and America and all that, it should be red, white, and blue, and here we are. But no, you... I mean, what is a domestic terrorist? I mean, what is a domestic terrorist? Their answer is essentially that anybody is a domestic terrorist. They're not identifying any particular ideology or cause or group, but rather every ideology, cause, or group has the potential to be extremist, a potential to be domestic terror. The cause of domestic terrorism can be racism, religious intolerance, environmental protests, anti-government feeling, animal rights, anti-abortion, people who talk about government overreach, incel ideology, anti-corporate globalization, um, I mean, all of that, mixture of all of the above, all of what I said. Domestic terrorists may espouse violence or they may not espouse violence. They may work in groups or be loners or or have a loose association with an organizational uh, organizational structure or other organizational structure. They could be left wing, right wing, religious, secular. They could be anybody. They could be anybody who thinks anything. It's thought crime. It's thought crime. Anything thought crime. They did anything they deem thought crime. No matter what side you're on. Right now, it's the liberal left saying that the right needs to be somehow rounded up. But it doesn't stop with that. It's it's everybody. Anybody who thinks anything is a target. They're just getting started. What they're doing is they're breeding and conjuring the devil in the marketplace. The scapegoat will be fingered in the process of the imperial cult will be the threat of death and bondage, torture, torture. There's a word, torture, the threat of death and bondage and torture. There's a lot of entirely intentional vagueness here again and again. We're told that. The domestic terrorism that is, it's complex. You wouldn't understand. It's multifaceted. It's evolving. So you know what they're doing is they're keeping their options open. (laughs) This is the Antichrist stuff. This is, this is the imperial call of the Antichrist. And I can make it quite clear. I can make it quite clear as to why I think it is. I mean, I, I was in my Bible this morning. I was reading all kinds of stuff this morning. And so I'm going to share it all with you tonight on Ground Zero. The numbers to call 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. We're back with more Ground Zero. Don't go away. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.